Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. This is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered by me, your host and coach, Adam Pullman. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about what coaches potentially mean when they say eat more to lose fat. Does that even make sense? Could that possibly even work? I know that that's uh, been a common message among people in the fitness space, whether it's on Instagram or YouTube or whatnot. And so we're going to break that down, talk about what they may mean, and actually see if it's something that can apply and work in your life. So make sure you tune into this episode for more on that. Today's question, just like every other question on this show, was sent in by a listener just like you. So if you have a question that you would like to have answered here on this show, you can send that in on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. You can find me there. And every Saturday on my story, you'll see a question box that says, ask me anything or ask me a question. And that is where you can submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. I'll answer all of them shortly in, uh, in, in not in depth, but in detail. I'll ask them shortly there on the um, story and then in depth and in detail here on the show since this show is long form compared to the story at least. So that's how you go ahead and submit those questions. Like I said, it can be anything related to health, fitness, and nutrition. The more questions, the merrier. The more questions you ask, the more things I have to talk about, and the more clarification you and help you can get <clears throat> along your health and fitness journey to better improve your overall quality of life, all right? So that's how you go ahead and do that. Now, for the month of June, we are collecting ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts, and you can still submit those even if you listen on Spotify. I'm a Spotify listener um, for my podcast, but if I enjoy them, I still give them ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. What that does is it helps spread the word. Um, it helps broaden the reach so more people can hear about the show, and the goal is to give people an opportunity to have more of their questions answered uh, in long form, in detail, so they can get more clarification and improve their overall health and fitness, all right? So what we are doing for the month of June is collecting three winners at the end of the month to get a Mir product on me. Now, Mir is a company that makes amazing products like tumblers, camp cups, um, coffee canisters, growlers, things for your, your wine, your beer, your water, your hot drinks, your cold drinks. Um, and their products are amazing. It keeps your drinks cold or hot, however you like it, for a very, very, very long time. Very sleek looking um, products. And um, they're also huge mission-focused brand, which I am a big fan of, all right? So if you want to get an idea of what their products are like, you can go to mir.com, M-I-I-R.com, and take a look around. But regardless, for the month of June, we are collecting winners for uh, to win a product of their choosing from Mir. So if you have listened to this show before, go to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review. It's important that you leave a review as well, a written review, or else I won't be able to see it on my end, and therefore your submission won't be entered to win. So make sure you do a rating on, with the stars and a review, giving your feedback on what you think about the show, how others may benefit from listening to it, so on and so forth, and you will be entered to win. 
that mere product. Now, if you want to go ahead and get a mere product on your own in, or in addition to entering the giveaway, um, you can go ahead and go to mere.com and use the discount Adam Pullman 20 at checkout, and that will get you 20% off at checkout. Huge discount there. The other affiliate that I work with is Magic Spoon. Now, Magic Spoon makes amazing high protein, low carb, very, very delicious cereal that reminds you of the cereals you had as a kid growing up, uh, especially the fruity flavor. Tastes just like Fruit Loops. Now, that Fruit Loops was not my favorite growing up. However, this fruity flavor is unbelievable. I put a post up in my story the other day. I had a big bowl, um, and I think with the milk, it was like 44 grams of protein. I want to say it was 20-some grams of carbs, maybe, um, and a few grams of fat. So uh, very high protein. It tastes delicious. Obviously, some flavors taste better than others. In my opinion, I haven't had anything better than the blueberry and the fruity, but I have had some other flavors that are pretty darn good. So if you go to magicspoon.com and use the discount code PULMANFIT at checkout, you'll get $5 off your order, which is an awesome discount there as well. So make sure you go ahead and check them out. All right. Um, next thing, if you are a driven professional that feels stuck and you feel like you're spinning your wheels, you're not really sure what to do next in terms of your health, fitness, and nutrition, and you are wanting to get a better idea of what to do, I invite you to be a part of our private Facebook community. This is a place where driven professionals get together and we share ideas on health, fitness, and nutrition. And um, I give some talks in there every once in a while so you guys can gain extra insight on what it looks like to live a healthier life, to finally reach your goals, and to maintain them for years to come. Uh, a lot of the clients that I work with are in there as well, so you get to hear their success stories and the benefits of working with me. So I invite you to be a part of that group. We would love to have you. Again, if you're a driven professional, that group is absolutely uh, for you. So go ahead and just send me a message on Instagram or send me an email and say, uh, hey, I would love to be a part of that Facebook group, and I will send you the link, and you can go ahead and request to join. Lastly, if you want more valuable free resources, free guides, free articles on health, fitness, and nutrition, building muscle, losing body fat, building a better butt, building a better, building better arms, all that good stuff, you can get those absolutely free at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. Today's question comes from Lady Pulak, and the question is, I hear some coaches say you need to be eating more to help you lose weight dot, 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 what? All right, so this message of eating more to lose weight, what does it mean? How does that work? That makes no sense. And it's totally normal to have this reaction when you hear something like that because when it comes to the fundamentals of fat loss or weight loss, a calorie deficit needs to be in place, okay? Now, all and we have some questions on what a calorie deficit means, what's my definition of a calorie deficit. There's one definition of a calorie deficit. It doesn't change from person to person. It's the same thing. Now, the numbers might look different, but the, the equation, or I'm sorry, the, uh, the definition is the same. A calorie deficit is just when over a period of time, there are fewer calories being consumed than there are being burned. So you are burning more calories than you are consuming. So for example, um, let's say, over a course of over the course of a week, um, if you average all the days out, you are burning two thousand calories total in that day, but you're only eating eighteen hundred calories. That would be a version of a calorie deficit. There are more calories being burned on average each day that week than there are being consumed. So that's what that looks like. So that's it's a law of thermodynamics. You have to have that happen 
in order to lose body fat. Now, people will say it doesn't matter. Um, calories in, calories out is irrelevant. That's not true. It definitely is relevant. However, it's not so black and white. Obviously, there are things like hormones, gut health, um, our emotional health even can dictate how many calories are being expended, how we absorb nutrients, all that stuff. And it's not as simple as doing an addition or subtraction thing on paper. That gives you a rough idea, but how your body actually utilizes it might be different. So you, the, the equation or the, the, the calorie deficit that you figure out might not look the way it actually does in, in real life. It's just a starting point. So it's a little bit of a tangent there, but that, that calorie deficit has to be in place in order for body fat to be lost, okay, over a given period of time. So it gets confusing or it can be confusing when we hear people in the fitness space say, well, you actually need to eat more to lose weight because the common message with the whole calorie deficit thing is move more and or eat less in order to create more of that calorie deficit. Move more, eat less, move more, eat less. So how in the world can we possibly eat more in order to lose weight? Now, here's the thing. What they are not talking about is eating more calories than you burn in order to lose weight. That's not what they're saying because that, that would defy the law of thermodynamics. More calories would be coming in than there are coming out and weight would be gained, not lost. So that's not what they're talking about. So this is what they're saying. And this is something that I work on with some of my clients given the certain circumstances. Let's, go, let's, let's backtrack a couple steps and go to the moving more and eating less. When we expose our body to different environments, whether that's nutritionally, whether that's through types of exercise, being sedentary, whatever we do with our body, whatever we expose our body to, our body adapts to that environment in order to get better. Our body does not enjoy sucking at things, okay? It improves in order to get better in the environment that you are putting it in, all right? So two, two very easy examples. If you look at a marathon runner, okay? They are going to be very efficient with their calories. Their body is going to be able to burn fewer calories over a given period of time so they have more mileage, so to speak. Think of like a Prius, okay? It's going to take those calories that are in that tank and it's going to let them, it's going to let, it's going to um, have a lot of mileage on those calories. Those calories are going to go a long way versus a semi-truck is going to roast through those calories extremely fast and it's not going to be able to go a long way. So a marathon runner is going to is probably going to have that type of metabolic adaptation. They're also going to have likely they're also likely going to have more fast uh, sorry, geez Louise, more type 1 muscle fibers, those slow twitch muscle fibers cuz they need those in order to do well in their long distance running. Those things uh, they don't contract and relax too fast like fast twitch muscle fibers do. However, their endurance is much better than type two fast twitch muscle fibers. So their body adapts to that environment in order to get better at long distance running. Look at if a different, if we look at a different example, we look at a bodybuilder. Okay, a bodybuilder, when they expose themselves to this high resistance under a load for a certain given of time, given a certain period of time while they are resistance training or strength training, their muscles respond by getting stronger it, their central nervous response by recruiting more muscles to contract and their muscle cells grow, grow in order to adapt to that environment so it can get better at doing what they're asking the body to do. This is how it works with literally everything in life. Your body is going to adapt in some way to the environment that you put it in. So if we go back to that first situation with a marathon runner or the any person who is moving, and this isn't just marathon runners, it's any person who is moving more, more, and more 
and eating less and less and less. It is not advantageous for your body to continue roasting through tons and tons and tons of calories with a very fast metabolism because your body is getting only so many calories yet being asked to do so many things. So it has to become more efficient with those calories and that usually that adaptation is going to involve a slower metabolism. Now, people say that this is a bad thing. It's a good thing in the context of just how the body works. In the context of fat loss, that's not a good thing. Because here's the thing. If I, if, if, you know, God forbid something horrible happened, my wife and I didn't have access to any food. We were roaming the earth looking for food, whatever it may be. Okay, apocalypse, apocalypse, apocalypse style. I just got done with the workout. Maybe I'm too amped up. Can't slow my talking down. Apocalypse style. I don't want my body to be roasting through calories. I want my body to be very efficient. If I only have one 500 to 800 calorie meal each day, I want my body to be able to slow its metabolism down so it can make those calories go a long way. That's a good thing. We want our body to do that. It's made and designed to do that. But in the context of fat loss, that's not ideal because we can only move so much and eat so little to create that calorie deficit. So, when you go with this perspective of eat more, or sorry, eat less and move more, that you're burning the candle on both ends. That only lasts so long. So then comes this message of eat more to lose body fat. Now, what they're saying is eat more in order to set up a faster metabolism in order to have an easier time losing body fat. There's a lot of in order to, in order to, missing from the whole message of eat more to lose fat. So this is something that I work on with some of my clients, depending on the situation that they're in, all right? Um, a prime example, I brought her up several times in the podcast. I'm, You know what? I need to make a note and just do a whole episode on what we did together. But just summary, her name is her name is Joy, amazing girl, works super hard. Um, we started out with her and she was maintaining her weight. I know I talked about this on the show recently. So if you're a frequent listener, this should sound familiar. Um, we, we were maintaining, she was maintaining her weight. I want to say at around 16 to 17, maybe 1800 calories. And so at that point we have to say, okay. So, so at that point she was a, um, she was a, a housekeeper, um, at a, a gym that, that, uh, I was working at. And so she's on her feet all day long, moving all day long and she's working out. And so if we were to go straight to trying to accelerate the fat loss at that stage, we would have said, okay, you're maintaining your weight at roughly, let's say 1700 calories. Um, we can either have you walk more, do more cardio, do more working out to burn more calories and, or we can have you eat less. Um, and so that would have looked like maybe going to 1500 calories or 1400 calories and then adding a little bit of movement, um, to her day. But as you can see, even right there, she, I mean, she was already burning the candle at both ends because she was hungry as, as ever as it is because she's moving so much. She's working out hard and she's eating 1700 calories a day. So what we did is we said, okay, let's see if we can, let's see how high we can get your metabolism to go. Basically what we were trying to do is have her maintain the same amount of weight, eating more calories. I'll have to look back and see what exact weight it was, but for the sake of this podcast, let's just say it was 120 pounds. So she was maintaining her weight, uh, her 120 pound weight at 1700 calories over the course of 150 days or so, we got her to a place where she was consuming 26 to 2,800 calories, eating the same amount or sorry, maintaining the same weight. So 120 pounds eating the same, eating the higher amount of food. So almost, almost a whole 1000 calories higher. Now from there, and her activity didn't change. 
she was still working that same job, roughly getting the same amount of steps in. Her workouts, she was doing a little bit more strength training focused than she was before. Not much more though. And so now she had this, she had so much space to make adjustments, in, to make little adjustments in order to create a huge change. So from there, we were able to cut off, you know, 500 calories and she went down to like 2,200 calories, which is still quite a bit more than what she was doing in the first place. And then she started shedding the body fat like crazy because she had slowly built her metabolism up to a place where it was maintaining its current, its starting weight with a higher amount of calories. And then from there, we slashed the calories a little bit and then she was able to have that body fat loss. And we had, and even then we still had more room because eventually every single time you make an adjustment, the body is going to adapt to it. So you have to make another adjustment and another adjustment. And so if you're starting from a place where you were eating very, very little and moving a ton, you can only do so much more movement and eat so little food. You're going to end up getting malnourished. You're definitely going to hate your life. You're going to be hungry all the time, grouchy, miserable. You're not going to have energy for your workouts. And as a result, your workouts are going to suck. So you're not going to get the most performance benefits in your workouts. That's going to lead to poor results. You can kind of see how this is like a, uh, like a snowball, a negative snowball that builds up. So for some people, this may be appropriate. Now, if you're working with a personal trainer or some sort of coach, you need to discuss this with them. But usually what I do with people is I figure out, okay, is it completely, and this is something that they usually tell me because I'm, I'm not the best judge of their life. They're living their life. They know it far more than I do. Are they at a place, you know, client Susie, for example, are you at a place where you could not possibly imagine eating less and you could not possibly imagine doing more activity? And if that's the case, then it's like, okay, let's slowly build up the food intake. Because the thing is, studies will show even as you have a little bit of an increase in food intake, your metabolism will speed up a little bit. Now, it's not like you eat a thousand extra calories a day and your body burns an extra thousand calories a day. Your body will burn a few, you know, a few more calories a day, but it's not going to be equivalent to the exact amount of calories that you eat. So as food slowly increases, metabolism can slowly increase. And this has to be coupled especially if you want to keep body fat off as you're slowly uh, increasing the food or at least keep body fat to a minimum, you have to be doing resistance training. This is going to allow your body to build strength and build muscle. And both of those will absolutely help you build a faster metabolism. Okay. Now people will argue, well, actually for every pound of muscle gained, it's only about six to seven calories, maybe if that um, additional burned. So, you know, muscle, muscle is super hard to build and Really, if you, you know, build two pounds of muscle, we're talking about 12 to 14 extra calories, which is freaking nothing. And sure, yeah, the studies will show that. However, there it's it's one of those things we're not we're not quite sure why yet, but when there are significant increases in strength, um, and frequent strength training sessions, resistance training sessions, the body is able to do uh, is to be able to burn more calories at rest and be able to handle more food without gaining body fat. We don't know exactly why that is. We know the muscle is a part of it, but it's a very small part of it. But when the resistance training is in place, you slowly, slowly increase your intake. You are, you should be able to, if you do it the right way, increase your metabolic, metabolic rate by at least, you know, a couple hundred calories, if not more. Now, this is a very, very slow process. The hardest part about this whole thing is going to be the mental side. It's going to be extremely mentally challenging because you're going to want to focus on the fat loss, focus on the fat loss, focus on the fat loss. And it's going to be hard because it takes a long time for you to do this six months at the minimum. I would say even up to a year, it can take you to build up this metabolism to the place where you really want it. And the timeline is going to depend how consistent you are, how you approach it, all that good stuff, what your resistance training looks like. 
but um, you can add anywhere from 50 to like 150 calories to your intake per week. So let's say right now you're eating 1200 calories, you know, to make it easy next week, you eat 1300 and then next week you eat 1400. And what you can do to make sure you're not gaining any excess body fat or at least minimizing the body fat gain because it's it might be possible that you gain a tiny little bit of body fat, but in the long run, it might be worth it if, you're, if you, you improve your metabolism. What you can do is take your average weights if you have a healthy relationship with the scale. So you weigh yourself Monday through Sunday every single morning before using, or sorry, after using the restroom, before eating or drinking, and in this, you know, in the same underwear or clothes or whatever, you know, you wear every single day or just naked and you record those weights Monday all the way through Sunday, record seven weigh-ins. And then you average that out each week. Taking the average of seven weigh-ins is going to help reduce and eliminate all of the fluctuations. And the goal is that every single week, that average weight is roughly the same. If it increases a tiny little bit, that's okay. If it decreases a tiny little bit, that's actually probably a sign that you can start to add more calories to your intake each week but you really want to have that average weight try to stay the same as you slowly increase that food intake. So that's how you can go ahead and approach that and measure that. And you're just going to have to have patience. You kind of have to shift your goals in your head a little bit and understand that you are building a foundation from which you can pull from in order to accelerate your fat loss later on. Because the thing is, if you're starting in that position where you're eating so few calories and moving so much, there's only so much more you can do before you start to really get into some some potentially major health issues like getting nutrient deficiencies, getting malnourished, having extremely low energy, all that stuff. And we, we cannot have that happening. We do not want to have that happen, all right? Um, so that's what those coaches are talking about when they say eat more to lose fat. It's not like you just eat a bunch of calories right away and as a result, you lose body fat. Really what they're getting at is Give yourself the nutrients your body needs, the calories your body needs to perform well in your strength training or resistance training workouts, to get stronger week over week, to get more steps in. Feed your body for that activity. Let it slowly build its metabolism. And then when you're in a healthy state where you're saying, you know what, I don't know if I can eat anymore, then you can cut your calories away a little bit and try to accelerate that fat loss. But basically what you're doing is you're setting the foundation in order to get to a place where you can cut some calories away and or add some movement and be able to maintain that without fear of gaining all the fat back later on. Because that's what happens with people normally. They go to these severe, severe diets that have them restrict food, restrict restrict calories, eating 500 to 1,000 calories a day. They lose the body fat and they say, okay, I lost the body fat, back to normal life now. They go back to eating 2,000, 2,500, 3,000 calories a day and they gain it all back and they go, I don't understand what happened. I guess I need to do the diet again. Okay, so the idea is that you're building that foundation so you don't have to go through this vicious yo-yo cycle anymore, all right? If any of this resonates with you, you're like, oh my gosh, I've done the yo-yo thing for a while, it's a vicious, I hate it, I'm still stuck in it, I really don't know what to do. Of course, of course, this is my opinion and I'm biased, but you guys, you need to hire a professional. Let's sit down and talk so you can finally get stuck because what people will say is, oh, I'll just figure it out again. I'll figure it out next time when I do it. I'll f- this next diet will help me. No, I hate to break it to you, but the reason that that next diet hasn't helped every time you've said that is because you don't know what to do. You don't know what to do to get there, and that's okay. I do. Other trainers do. Other professionals do. It is okay and completely normal to be in a place where you need another person's help. In fact, when I meet other professionals in the fitness industry and they don't have a coach in some area of their health, fitness, finance, whatever it might be, business, I don't really trust them well because... There's always something you can gain from someone that has more knowledge than you do in a certain aspect, all right? So if you're feeling stuck, 
send me a message on Instagram, send me an email and say, hey, I'm feeling stuck, sick and tired of being sick and tired. Let's set up a time to talk to see if we can work together. And I will say, fantastic, let's do this thing. We'll run through all the things that you've been doing, figure out what needs to be adjusted, figure out how I can best help you do that and how we can work together as a team to cast your vision into reality, all right? Hope this episode helped in some way. Guys, if you enjoyed it, don't forget to spread the love, share this episode with your friends and family, and leave that rating and review on Apple Podcasts so you can get entered to win that giveaway from me to get any mere product that you would like. All right, so go to Apple Podcasts, search the podcast, leave that rating and review. Make sure you have the review piece so I can see your name pop up and I can enter you to win. All right, thanks for being here, guys. Like I said, if you know someone that could benefit from this, share this episode or show with them. Let them know that this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is the podcast.